everybody. Welcome to Good Luck High Five, episode 422. That's right. You're listening to a podcast that's for you if you play Magic the Gathering. Whether you're sitting at home jamming some arena or you are eagerly refreshing the Daily MTG homepage for those sweet, sweet Strixhaven previews. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And on today's show, we are going to talk about Strixhaven and the cool new stuff that we know about Magic's newest set. That's right. I'll admit, it wasn't even on my radar no, that we no. would start learning about Strixhaven yet. Me either. I mean, like, didn't we just finish Call Time previews? Yes, Call Time <laughs> is still brand new as far as I am concerned. I know. This is like, oh, the train's on the track moving only in one direction, and that direction is forward. Forward and quite quickly. Yeah, super cool stuff. So we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about the Arena Open that happened mm-hmm. this past weekend and the yeah. VML. That's right. You played in one and I played in the other. Yes. And we'll give you a little recap on what happened in each of those endeavors. We've got the full breadth of magic experience between the two of us. The yin and the yang here combining (laughs) for Uh, everything that you need. (laughs) Plus, we're going to do a little bit of revisiting Kaldheim Draft. Yeah. We talked about it right when the format was fresh, what was good, what was not working. And now we have completely reassessed. (laughs) I'm going to be honest here. I feel like Kaldheim Draft just... I mean, there's a few universal truths, yes. which I think we'll get to, but it it shifts and moves from yes. week to week almost. It evolves faster than a Simic creature. Oh, I thought you were going to say Pokemon, but you kept it magic. Yes, I did. <laughs> On brand. Very good luck. High five. Before we start the show, a big thank you to everybody who supports us over on patreon.com slash GLHF magic. Thank you so, so, so much. You keep the show moving, coming out of your cat's mouth. We've learned about airwaves since the past episode. Maria, illuminate me. Okay, so like even though we say on the air, we really mean the air. Oh, it just is the air. Wild. (laughs) So coming out of your cat's mouths or you know the air. Dang. Well, there you go. Hitting hitting your drums and making the sound. Yeah. Uh, Thank you so much, patrons. Thank you so much, especially to Costas and Nathan, who have become patrons since our last episode. Again, a million thank yous to each of you for helping this show happen. Yeah, you get access to our cool Discord at Squirrel Level, which is five bucks a month, a bunch of other awesome rewards, and most importantly of all, knowing that you support the content that you consume, which I think is amazing. That's right. Thank you also to Card Kingdom, cardkingdom.com slash GLHF, the best place to go. Once you know what's hot and standard, first tweet at us. Yeah, Second, we need to know. go over to Card Kingdom <laughs> and get those hot singles that you need to build it because it will be the fastest shipping hands down. Yeah, Card Kingdom is a great company to use for all of your magical needs. I know a lot of our listeners out there, it's important for you to buy, you know, kind of vote with your dollars, buy from companies that are really good. Mm -hmm. And Card Kingdom is definitely one of those. So we're so happy to support them and they support us. So why not fulfill the circle? Of That's life, right. if you will. Cardkingdom.com <laughs> slash GLHF. We are just the air. <laughs> we are the air. How we, about that? We are the air. <laughs> Pretty cool. Pretty cool. <laughs> We're going to kick off the show with Strixhaven. That's right. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you know, first of all, we weren't expecting this. Yes. I mean, I'm... I cannot even tell you. Like when you, Maria texted me and was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, you're silver cool. And I was like, what is Maria talking about? <laughs> and then what were Daily MTG? And I was like, whoa. I know. I saw like something pop up, I think on Instagram or whatever. And I was like, wait, 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 what? Yeah. 
this whole new Strixhaven info just dropped in case you're unaware of yeah. what Strixhaven is. It's basically a play kind of on the Harry Potter universe, although uh, Magic says they're doing it completely differently. Yes. And I mean, completely is, is, you know, a word different. we can use, but <laughs> it is different. And uh, the, what they've released is information on the five colleges that are here in Strixhaven part one, I'm assuming, because we got to find the other five. What? Next time. Oh, you, you know think that mean? there's five hidden colleges? Yeah. Like five secret spooky college. I don't know. I really <laughs> hope. I really hope that there's like a Strixhaven underground or Strixhaven, like... the American cousin. <laughs> I don't know. Um. So yeah, we got an article laying it all out over on Daily MTG where we met each of the five yes. colleges, or at least the five above board. Abo- yeah, we're gonna just say the other ones are underground <laughs> colleges because where's Rakdos? I mean, those kids don't go to school, but you know yeah. what I mean. <laughs> Where's Rakdos cutting class? Smoking in the bathroom, of course. Uh, but yeah, these these colleges all seem super cool. Let's talk about the five of them. Yes. First up is Lorehold, and their motto is leave no stone unturned. Yes. And so they describe Lord Lorehold students as diligent researchers, daring adventurers, passionate scholars. Uh, they're ex- obsessed with just like exploring the past cool. um, by, you know, summoning spirits yeah, being very disciplined Man, students. I tell you, if summoning spirits was in history, it might have been my third major. <laughs> <laughs> you would have been like, hey, I can get down with Ooh, this. All right, let's go. Let's go. That would have been the push I needed to actually take on a third one because I was very close. Um, but yeah, if you summon spirits, like I'm all in, obviously. Yeah. And they are, they are red, white. Yes. Uh, and Lorehold Command is uh, the card that we got to see with this. Cool. Three red, white for an instant. Choose two. Create a three, two red and white spirit creature token. Uh, creatures you control get plus one, plus oh, and gain indestructible and haste until end Jeez. of turn. Lorehold Command deals three damage to any target. Target player gains three okay. life and sacrifice a permanent, then draw two cards. What more do you want? At instant speed? Literally. Nothing. This card does it all yeah well it uh, does two of them <laughs> it does two of all yes pretty great uh, options this card is like i mean they're all busted yes. but like this is like greatest hits of magic in red and white all yeah. on one card like a little a little lightning helix action yeah. with like the deal three gain three plus one plus oh indestructible and haste and then also Ooh. drawing cards if you want to as yeah. well uh, i mean pretty like good you can uh, can you make the spirit and then sacrifice it no they no, happen you at, have the same to do time. at the same time <laughs> <Dang it>. yeah <laughs> uh but yeah lorehold seems pretty cool yeah um and i really like so we talked a little bit on the upkeep when we were previewing these yeah about mark rosewater saying they have a different feel and they play differently from the guilds yeah that's a great point um yeah if you're like oh this is just you know ravnica 3.0 or whatever don't yeah. worry it it doesn't seem like it. And I would say like, right, these students being like diligent researchers is very different. Yeah, it is. From the Boros Legion being like, we're all we're about all, fighting. We're fighting. We're an army. We legion. Yeah. Yeah. We legion. We, we legion. You know, the, you know that famous quote, we, we legion. legion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. An iconic. Yeah. Iconic. Iconic. Truly. Quote. <laughs> uh, next up, we've got the Prismari and their motto is express yourself with the elements and they are blue red. That's right. Described as the theater kids of Strixhaven. Immediately you understand. Yes. You're like, oh, okay. I get it. <laughs> um, their spells can be spectacles of raw creativity or meticulous artistic expression. Oh, all the world's a stage and whether their art is informed by mind or emotion, Prismari always leave a lasting impression. 
Very cool. Prismari Command. One blue red for an instant. Choose two. Prismari Command deals two damage to any target. Target player draws two cards, then discards two cards. Target player creates a treasure token and destroy target artifact. Wow. Uh, Three mana for this effect. Yeah. Pretty good. (laughs) Pretty good. I really, I can't wait to deal two and then draw two, discard two. Yeah, exactly. that sounds like a sweet, sweet trifecta. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Um, I, If you follow me on Twitter, you know that I already tweeted out that um, I said, <laughs> quote, where my Prismari's at. <laughs> and I got some great yeah. response from people who were Maria. like, yeah, I'm here. But mostly people were saying, telling me they're Quandrix, which we'll get to mm. in a second. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely in the Prismari uh, college um, <laughs> because I literally was in real life. So like, can't deny it. Uh, <laughs> Great, great. Uh, yeah, Quandrix is probably my favorite of these, though. I think oh, it's so cool. Like, I love. I also love the illustration that went with this. Oh, like, it's, it's, it's really great. Cool I, this this person, I want to be their friend. Like, yeah, exactly. So cool. I can't wait to see this card. Yeah, be on a card. Um, Quandrix math is magic. Uh, they're ingenious math magicians that study patterns, fractals, and symmetries to command power over the fundamental forces of nature. <laughs> I love, very, I love very their description. Cool. They solve a Rubik's Cube while contemplating the metaphysical properties of the universe and recite every number of pi backwards. Which, That's a lot. I mean, they, that that quote did create a tiny little mini firestorm on Twitter <laughs> because, like, obviously ma- magic players are, love math, you know, for the most part. Uh, me an exception. Uh, but, like... <laughs> they're like you literally can't do that pie it has no it end it goes on forever it goes on forever so you can't find the end to go backwards from <laughs> and the replies are like i don't know what to tell you it's <laughs> it's a story like it's not real maybe they're wizards exactly maybe on strixhaven pie does have an end <laughs> right Everyone, every mathematician is just their brain is on fire right now. (laughs) Um, But I think this is such a cool guild because it's Simic. And so what a different kind of take on Simic here. Yes, completely different. And really cool to give these people an identity through college Mm -hmm. in Magic because Magic very smartly knows that these are the kind of people who play the game. Yeah. Uh, Quandrix Command, one green, blue, instant uh, again, choose two. Uh, return target creature or planeswalker to its owner's hand. Counter target artifact or enchantment spell. Put two plus one plus one counters on target creature. Or target player shuffles up to three target cards from their graveyard into their library. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I wonder what's going to happen with the Quantrix Guild. Like, is it going to be about like plus one plus one counters and like doing Could math be? with the cards kind of? I Trixie don't know. Stuff? <gasps> I don't know, Maria. We'll simply have out. to wait to find out Ooh, this next guild yes um, i love this one as well silver quill sharp style sharper wit how can you not like yeah. great thumbs up <laughs> silver quills wield the magic of words from inspiring battle poetry to biting arcane insults <laughs> stylish intimidating and tirelessly competitive these mages are born leaders with a razor sharp wit and natural charisma that can be used for good or for ill Wow. Black white. Yeah. Uh, of course they are. <laughs> <laughs> and I love they're also their art is the most that looks like the cool kids at school be like, Yeah, like hey, hey punk, hey, you gonna up? join you gonna join a crew or you gonna scram? <laughs> <laughs> They've got like sweet leather like dusters on. Yes. A plus. Uh Silver Quill Command, two white black for a sorcery at rare. Choose two, of course. Target creature gets plus three plus three and gains flying until end of turn. You'll die to that. Uh, Return target creature card with converted mana cost. Oh, excuse me. 
man of value. What? Did you not know about this, Megan? This is a change to what they're calling converted mana cost. Wow, you're watching Megan learn it right now. This is the face many people made <laughs> after learning this fact. Wow. Yeah. They decided to change converted mana cost to mana value. How do you feel about it? Weird. I mean, I understand the reason for this change because converted mana cost to a new magic player. I have no idea what that means. Like, okay. what is that? Okay. Even though it is technically telling me. Okay. It's still hard to wrap your head around it. I don't know if mana value answers that question for me, though. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's any. It's two words <laughs> I understand it, more, it, but. Clearer? I don't think it's any clearer. It is one fewer word. <laughs> it's one fewer word. And both words make more sense ostensibly than converted mana cost. But I feel like mana cost answers that question. <laughs> That's what it is. Who knows? Okay. But I assume they put a bunch of research into this and mana value is the new term. Okay. Uh, Of two or less mana value, two or less from your graveyard to the battlefield. Target player draws a card and loses life. Target opponent sacrifices a creature. Nice. A sorcery. A sorcery. So Megan, uh, is this your college? I read through all of them and I think that it is. Yeah, I think it has to be. Right? Like, (laughs) I'm here for the words, man. You're here for the words. Tirelessly competitive too. I am also tirelessly. I'm wildly competitive. (laughs) It's not always healthy. (laughs) Megan, are you you good at biting arcane insults? Yes. In fact, arcane insults are the only kind that I can perform. (laughs) Uh, I think they did such a... Great job with these colleges so far. Anyway, we got one more. We got one more. Witherbloom. Get your hands dirty. And we talked about this in the upkeep, but Mm. the description line is just my favorite thing. Witherblooms are goth bio majors. It's just perfect. Like, I wish that this is what I was. I mean, Witherbloom, everybody wishes they were a Witherbloom because they are legit the coolest kids, right? They are. Obviously, they are. They draw power from the essence of living beings, whether that means enhancing nature or exploiting it. Uh, They're most at home riding zombie crocs, (laughs) picking herbs for potions, and hanging out in their swamp making grim jokes. (laughs) You gotta go down the swamp and make some grim jokes. Maybe I am. I'm at least a little witherbloom. It's so cool. Uh, Don't bother me. I'm gonna go ride my zombie (laughs) crap. Find me in the swamp if you really want. But if you really want to say anything. But are you gonna be making grim jokes? (laughs) I like grim. I like grim jokes. Like arcane insults. Grim jokes. jokes. Only kind I know. Yep. (laughs) I mean, like, look. I don't want to be a Prismari, but I am. <laughs> You're just getting called out by your kids. I'm so called out for real. <laughs> for real. Like, uh, But here's the truth of the matter. I'm a Prismari, but I pr- likely don't hang out with very many Prismaris, <laughs> which was also the case in college. <laughs> uh, uh, we have Witherbloom Command, which is uh, black green. Yeah, this um, one is uh, cheapest of all of them. So yeah, far. sorcery. Choose two. Target player mills three cards. Then you return a land card from your graveyard to your hand destroy target uh, non-creature non-land permanent with mana value two or less target creature gets minus three minus one until end of turn is that right yes yeah target opponent loses two life and you gain two life okay wild uh yeah i mean just trying to think about this versus the golgari i guess it seems a little similar because of graveyard this one feels like it overlaps the most of anything that we've read so far yeah for sure um, but I'm super interested to find out because Mark Rose was 
Mark Rosewater did say that these played differently. And so how will they they identify the green black color pie if not, you know, mostly with the graveyard? Yeah. Um, Interesting. Remains to be seen. Yeah. Um, We also know that there's going to be a mystical archive, which is alternate arts of cards from magic's history, which like the masterpieces back when they were a thing doesn't affect their legality, but you can play them in limited. And this is super cool, but unlike the masterpieces, these have a dedicated spot in boosters. I love it. Yeah. Thank you. Um, the art, like I love the frame on them. The frame is really pretty. The art is really gorgeous. We also know that, uh, the Japanese boosters are getting their own alternate arts for these, which is just jaw dropping. They are in incredible it like literally the one for opt Opt. literally took my breath away yeah it's it's, i've never actually had that experience until i looked at it and i was like oh i i lost my breath looking at yeah i think if i were to ever be the person who played an opt in a magic deck that i would (laughs) go the extra mile to acquire this art because really big if maria yeah it truly is i mean i can imagine some kind of like fast auras based where you need to like no again anyway but like i will be using that opt like there's no question it's the most beautiful magic card i've ever seen it's so gorgeous um this demonic tutor from (gasps) the the basic uh mystical archive incredible it looks like a stained glass piece it is like so gorgeous and even the the, um the i don't know english version of opt is also really really pretty very cosmic so that's something really cool to look forward to and i really like that again like we said you're going to get one yeah um collector's boosters have three I already, so. w- I already want to open collector boosters all the time. <laughs> already when I'm at Target, I'm like, should I spend $25 on this boosty? <laughs> and too often the answer Target is yes. Target of all places. I know, because that's where, right, where yeah. you're standing and you see them and you're like, mm. they're They're getting you. They're getting me. Yeah. With your decision <gasps> fatigue. Yeah, for, absolutely. For sure. It's right yeah. there at the end. It's right there. Wait oh, for you. Might as well. <laughs> Just toilet paper. Get a collector boosty. Um, that's how I got a Steam vent, so, you know, so. Pretty cool. Um, yeah, I think these are so far, this is a home run for, for me, for Strixhaven. Uh, so, so gorgeous. Um, and yeah, the set looks cool. I really like that it has such an opposite feel of call time. Yeah. Right. Strict like call time is just like very metal, very metal, super serial. Exactly. And then Strixhaven just feels like a little bit more playful. Yeah. We're going to have fun again. Exactly. Kind of more like Throne of Eldrain. We know that we know that Will and Rowan are there. We didn't even talk about that, but there, there they are. There they are. Uh, Which it makes sense. If you had looked at those planeswalkers a couple of years ago and then said <laughs> you from the future was like, these are from a school from ages. I'd be you'd like, be like oh, that duh. checks out. <laughs> and what about, um, you know, the one we saw and they didn't say where she was from with the red hair, the planeswalker. Oh, yeah. What was her name? You know, she make uh, you a wizard, you draw yeah, a card. Exactly. Started with a K, right? Kazmina? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wasn't she even like an enigmatic mentor? Yeah. She must be teacher. I feel like she really right? could be. So. Although that's a lot of planeswalkers from one place. Yeah, that's true. I don't Although, know. I knows? just we'll, we'll, Remains to be seen. When does this set come out? Can don't you, even know. Can you find out? Because yeah, sure. I really want to know. Because I want to <laughs> know this timeline here because we were so surprised by seeing these previews pop up already. I for know. Strixhaven. It was like, this is the greatest day. Like. It, it really was. Whoa. <laughs> oh my gosh. It doesn't release until April 23rd. Okay. So we've got a hot minute yet. Yes. Um, Wild though. 
through March we'll have previews. Yes. Um, but super cool so far. Yeah. All right, everybody, let's get an update on our personal magic lives here. The Arena Open and the VML. That's right. Maria, did you play in the Arena Open this weekend? Megan, I did nothing but play in the Arena <laughs> Open this weekend. I. <laughs> How did it go? I mean, not. I did not make day two, so we'll just put that out there first Fair of all. Um, which the only one I've made day two was a historic one. Yeah. Uh, thinking back now. But I practiced for a long time leading up to this event. I streamed a Megan stream the other day doing some sealed practice. I watched a bunch of streamers. I read a bunch of articles. Mm -hmm. I watched videos. I played a whole bunch of like, when am I playing sealed after pre-release? I, like, I don't know. Not I mean, especially since there's not GPs anymore yeah. or whatever. Um, it, not hardly ever. Um, but now this week leading up to this arena open, I was like sealed, 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 yeah. sealed, sealed. And I've got to tell you, I had the most fun playing Magic magic that I've had since I can remember. Wow, that's a that's a ringing endorsement if Ab ever I've heard one. Absolutely. And like think about this, like <laughs> I'm just going to be a little cynical here and say how much money did I pay to do all of this? I don't know. Far far too much is the answer. But you know what? <laughs> it's a pandemic. What the heck else am I doing? That's very true. And also I'm preparing for a tournament. So yeah. it reminded me of like preparing for a GP or something like that, which was it was always so fun because it gives yeah. you a reason to put on all this time in this testing other than just having a good time playing yeah. magic. Um so yeah, I played <laughs> I don't even remember how many tries I had. It was it was a lot of tries in both best of three and best of one. Yeah. But I didn't make day two and I didn't particularly even care. Wow. Because I was having such a great time cracking these sealed pools being like, oh, what's the best yeah. way I can put this puzzle together? I think actually my first deck was in fact my best one. And then I played in best of three and I only got to two wins. But uh, it's pretty grueling when you can only take one yeah. loss. Um, and... I just had a fantastic time. I played some aggressive decks over in Best of One. I played a whole bunch of different stuff. And it was just it was just a delight, honestly. So yeah. please, Wizards, I'm sure you've heard this, but these arena opens are absolutely crackerjack, to use a word from <laughs> 1922. And I think that you just you've just really done it here and I want to yeah. see more of them specifically limited. And I've got to say, I tweeted this too, um, that I'm really sad that we didn't get to see Kaldheim showcased in a big competitive broadcast yeah. tournament because I think more so than any limited format um, from the past couple of years, at least, that's not like a master's format. The games are usually, and you can talk to this in draft too, they're usually completely wild. They are. They are. Like. <laughs> they are. Incredible. And I'm a lot just of imagining stuff commentating on these and yeah. just being like, what a fantastic time viewers would have watching this and commentators would have talking yeah. about these games because they're just like so swingy back and forth, cool, big, th huge things are happening. How <laughs> did you lose from that point, etc. Yeah, it's so, a it's a good format. It's yeah. fun. Um, yeah. And we're going to talk more about call time draft coming up later in the show, but I just wanted to put that out there. Like, I think this format and limited is just like. It, a plus. Yeah, it goes back and forth a lot. And the open was a fantastic time. I wanted to do more of it, figure out how to do draft. Thank you. Yeah. The end. I had a really good time. I played a couple of seals, even though I didn't end up playing in the open. And it was just a very good time. Yeah, it was. And it? I, there were times when I had just like a solid pool and it did really well. And then eventually you hit someone who has a busted, yeah, really busted coma. pool and you're like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Coma. Well, you know, why did yeah. they print that card? We've said that on the but show. Do you know what? That card is really absurd. Yeah. Okay, but actually, before we move on, Maria, yeah. I have to I have to tell the viewers something, and it really hurts that I have to 
confront you about this here. Me? Yes. What did I do? You all. Maria never messages me back in Arena. <laughs> what? I message Maria all the time. And Maria never sometimes, messages me back. Sometimes you don't message me back. I always message <laughs> you back, Maria. Something's happening here. What? Because I definitely have messaged you a number of times and you don't reply. What? I feel like I'm always messaging <laughs> you and you never reply. <laughs> Oh my God, have we uncovered a bug? I don't know, because I swear, every time that we're both on Arena, I message you and I'm just like, hi. <gasps> and Maria says nothing. Okay, because there's a chance that I might not see it because it doesn't like give you a noise or anything when yeah, it happens. That's true. So it that, just glows. that might happen. That might happen. I'm like allowing that that might happen. Yeah. But what I've said is also true. Wow. <laughs> How could that happen? Because I feel like I am hyper aware of if it's glowing in the bottom and I check if people are chatting with me. Oh. Wow. What's going on here? I don't know. Is it a conspiracy? I don't or know. Or is <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, I could. it's one of two things. Either I just straight up don't see it or it's not going through. Yeah. Okay, we'll do a test next time. Okay. If I don't respond, then you can text me and be like, why, <laughs> why are you, aren't not, you responding to me? Why are you not responding to me? How dare you? And I'll be like, oh, and if I see it glowing, they'll be like, oh, yeah, I just, I just ignore that part of my screen. Or... It never came through. Or it never came and through. And then we'll know. <gasps> we uncovered an unsolved mystery on yeah, this episode of Good Luck High Five. So tune in next week to hear the solution. I'm Robert Stack. <laughs> this is Unsolved Mysteries. Once I had a dummy and I recorded a version of Unsolved Mysteries with the dummy as the host of the show. That's really spooky. <laughs> is that the scariest thing that's I've ever really said creepy. to you? That's I was really, just really thinking creepy. about it. I was like, oh, that's horrifying that yeah, I did a that. a dummy? Unsolved Mysteries? Yeah. No. I mean, I made lots of weird videos when I was little. That's a really weird one, though. That's I mean, way up there. is it weirder than a propaganda video to get people to join my weird witch cult? Yeah. I promised them stickers. <laughs> Did I oh, deliver? stickers are nice. Yeah, you get stickers if you join. That's a great, that's a great join. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Anyway, I should really find We have find stickers if you join our Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> we have our own weird witch cult. It's called the Sci-Fi's Patreon. <laughs> Check it out. All right. Megan, instead of playing the Arena Open, you played the VML. That's right. Um, last week was my last match um, of the round robin in my division. Great. And I was, if I had won it, I would have made the playoffs. Ugh. I did not win it. I Dang lost it. it. But do you know what? I had a great time playing in the VML. Yeah, That's you really did. That's mostly what I would want to say about it. Yeah. Is like, there were some really fun weeks. Like, there were some really great matches of magic. Uh, it was it was just a really nice time. I lost my match last week uh, to Chantel Campbell. Yeah. Who just... Had been running roasted through you. Yeah. Me, roasted me with an aggro deck. <laughs> oh, really? What, what kind of deck? It was a mono red. Yeah, It was mono, mono red. red. And it was mm -hmm. like... Do you know what? And even... Sunday when I submitted my deck, I was like, I feel like Chantel might just <laughs> like show up and roast me with an aggro deck. Yeah. Maybe I should adjust my deck list. But then I was already in bed, so I didn't. <laughs> and then Tail I got roasted time. by an aggro deck. Well, I think Bono Red is kind of like kind of creeping up there in standard now because I yeah. saw somebody post a deck list today that was like, by the way, this is a 75% win rate against Mono Red. And I was like, why would you call that out unless it's doing quite well? It's everywhere. And it was like, it, that I say roasted. To be fair, it was a really good match. Um, we had three games. Sometimes like, things that are roasted are really good. Exactly. Potatoes, for example. Yeah, corn. <laughs> Chicken. Um, 
Anyways, so she like she won the first one, I won the second one, and then the third one was like really close. There was oh. an ox of a goddess and everything. Oh, cool! It was such a good time. Um, so I I highly recommend it. Um, if you are a person of a marginalized gender, the next time that the VML comes around, I would definitely recommend entering it. I had such a good time. Yeah, and you can watch coverage on Fridays yes. over at twitch.tv slash aspirantccg. Right. The playoffs are now happening, so head on over there on Fridays and check out those playoffs. We got to ask, though, is Caroline still in this? Do you know what? Hold on, let me check. <laughs> because, you know, she did say, come take my crown. We uh, interviewed yeah. Caroline on the show a few weeks back when she won uh, the VM- the third iteration of the VML. Yes. And in fact, the- what, she also won the first one or yeah, something like that? Yeah, she also won. Um, so she was like, come take my crown. I've won it twice. We've got to find out if her crown is still in contention or if the crown is now on the floor ready to be picked up by new hands. <gasps> the crown must be picked up <gasps> by new hands. Wow. Wow. Okay. All right, Caroline. Someone's coming for your crown. You said. (laughs) Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. (laughs) The moment is upon us. That's right. Time to revisit some Kaldheim draft. So when we first talked about Kaldheim draft, it was... Very fresh. Very new. It was maybe the set had been out for a week Mm -hmm. or something like that. Um, Although I will say, I think one of our top takeaways is still very true, which is that snow... Is excellent. Snow is great. Everybody knows it. Pops. The only difference is that everybody knows it. Now everybody knows it. So you got to do some other stuff sometimes. Yeah, because snow is going to be highly drafted at your table unless something very strange is going on. Mm-hmm. Or you're playing a quick draft, in which case you're drafting with robots. And, and they don't know what's going on. They don't know what's what. <laughs> and they might not take it. So, um, yeah, snow remains yeah. tops. I will say, though, that the other takeaway that I have that I have noticed yeah. recently is that aggro is way more highly competitive than yeah. it has been in previous draft formats for Absolutely. a while. And aggro was kind of flying under the radar early on because yeah. people didn't know about snow. And because of that, people's snow decks were absolutely busted. Yes. And a busted snow deck, you know, an aggro is going to have a tough time against that if it's got all of the tools that it needs. Yeah. And so aggro was just not really drafted. It wasn't really doing well. But, but now it's now, a real thing. Yeah. Now you can, just, more you can just get run over early. Totally. Absolutely. And you're seeing this even in the arena open. People were like, Haha, I know what yeah. I'm going to do. People are going to build their five color snow piles and I'm just going to zoom right in over them. Of course, you had to have a good aggro deck in order to do that. And getting a good aggro deck and sealed is not very easy. But the people that were able to were able to do it. And here we see the same kind of effect happening in draft. Absolutely. Uh, but let's talk about some specific cards that maybe flew under the radar the first time. Yeah. The first one is huge i can't believe that i missed how busted this like my i don't know that i can think of a different of a card that has had such a drastic difference between my initial perception of it and its actual value i mean i've got to say i don't know how you could have correctly predicted this ruined crown uh, this is the three mana artifact equipment uh, that lets you go get a rune from your Anywhere. library, from your hand, or from your graveyard. From underneath the toilet. Yeah. And just attach it to it. Shoot. You don't pay for the, like, you don't pay the cost nope. on the rune. Nope. It can have already gone to Shoot. your graveyard because you ha- attached it to something early because you didn't draw your rune crown. Yep. It can just... It's a it's wild. What? So it comes in, attaches. You draw a card. You draw a card for sure. 
And then your rune crown stays on, stays around. If you kill the creature wearing the rune crown, doesn't care. Put no. on something else. Exactly. The rune is still on it. So it's also still doing its thing. It's still got death touch. It's still got flying. Whatever you want. The uh, rune crown's got creature it. also gets plus one, plus one. Like this is, when I rephrased it this way in my head, I could not believe it. Rune crown draws you two cards. It's uh, a three mana draw two. Because you draw the rune and yeah, then the rune right. draws you a card. You're right. <laughs> When you put it like that, yeah, it's, it seems super busted. It's so You're right. busted. Oh my gosh. And like, obviously the only downside is once you take it, you have to get a rune in your colors and they are uncommon, but like, just take this. You'll probably get a rune. Exactly. And speculate on getting a rune. It is, it's it worth is it. that good that is worth doing it. Yeah. Rune crown, 100%. I think the highest mover and shaker probably oh. from anybody's. I mean, I don't know what loading ready run or loading ready run limited resources gave it. Yeah. But I can't imagine they rated it, you know, as highly as it, it, is, it is now. Excellent. Rune Crown oh, A plus. Wild. This card's a bomb. Yes. Literally, it's, it's a bomb. So good. So good. <sighs> and I want to mention another artifact, which we talked about early on as being something you would want in a boast deck, which was Raven's Wings. Yeah. Um, and that remains true. And I want to just go on record again saying if you're drafting an aggro deck, which is much better now than it was then when we even talked about it. Yeah. That you've probably got to have yeah. one, if not two. <laughs> At least. Yep. <laughs> because you got to get in for that damage and flying very good in this format. Yes. So. Flying is excellent. Yeah. Uh, the next card is when someone passes me this in the first pack, <laughs> I cannot believe it. Yeah. Svela the Ice Shaper. I love this card. Svela, or sorry, just Svela Ice Shaper, but it is, it is absurd. This it, is, if you do yeah. not kill it, this card wins the game. It's the two, four for one red green that you can pay three and tap it and make, by the way, an artifact that stays around forever. I didn't, I didn't know that the first time that I made one. And then I was like, wait. It makes an icy manolith, yep. which you just tap to add a, a snow mana of any color. And then it just uses that mana what? to activate itself later on for eight to go and look at how many of the top four. The top four cards of your library. And just put it. And cast a spell. Put 10 bees. It is. It's so good. Yeah. And it's not, it's not even a creature, which is not something else I thought originally that you no. had to go put a creature. No. no. It's any spell from the top four cards. Oh, uh, my feed the serpent. Okay. Yes. For it free. Is, Kind of. It's so good. Yes, Fella is does literally everything that yes. you want in I this have, four color snow deck. I have lost to this card being unable to answer it, and I have many more times just straight up one off the back of this card. Yeah, basically when I play it, I'm like, it. oh, they're gonna kill it. They have to. Because you have they to. have to. And even if they kill it, if you got it to stick around for one turn and just made one icy manolith, yeah, like you already got you got value. value out of this thing, yeah, for sure. Oh, that card is just don't pass, don't pass it, don't early. pass your spells. They're amazing. Do you know what? I've had multiple drafts now Splashable. where I got two of them, and then I counted that like having two of them as fixing for a color I was yeah, splashing. For sure, you count it as at least partial fixing. Exactly. If I only had one copy, I probably wouldn't count it as a full source. But between yeah. two copies, I'm like, yeah, sure. That's my blue. Like, that's a blue source. That's a blue source. Why not? Uh, yeah, I love Svela. So good. Yeah, A+. plus. Um, this next recommendation goes with talking about how good stuff like Rune Crown and Raven's Wings are. Yeah. Um, invoke the Divine, Broken Wings, and Masked Vandal. Yeah. The best of these three is Masked Vandal. Um, yes. Which is a little 1-3 that if you exile a creature card from your graveyard when you play it, you get to destroy an enchantment. So a saga. Or an artifact. Or an artifact. 
Um, yeah. Just just very good. Invoke the Divine is destroy target artifact or enchantment. You gain, gain four, four life. life. And Broken Wings is artifact enchantment or creature with flying. Yeah. You just, you if play you em. are in play these em. colors, you want the effect. Play it. Play main deck one. Absolutely. I had main deck main like deck, three mass exactly. vandals. Honestly, main deck more than one sometimes. <laughs> yeah. The, ma- the mass vandal, I think you can have upwards of whatever you want. Yeah. Um, and you... <laughs> There's just just some really good stuff. There's really great. There's so many times when my opponent has played wake waking the trolls. (laughs) Yep. And it's like, oh, you destroyed a land of mine. And that's all you did. (laughs) Good job with your five, six mana. I can't remember how much this card costs. Yeah. Like six mana, destroy a land. And and you're like, great. Rough. rough. And I've got a body back to block now too, or whatever. That one three. Put a rune crown on. (laughs) Put a a rune crown on it. Put a crown on it. Uh, next up, I have a Dread Rider. Tell me about this card. Um, this is five and a black for a three, seven spirit knight, one and a black tap exile, a creature card from your graveyard target opponent loses three life. It is the only card in the set that I, I shouldn't say only card, but is it that survives a squash? Oh yeah. I think it might be. Uh, the only other one is cyclone summoner. Oh yeah, that's right. And the icebreaker kraken, which, you know, is that a real card? I don't know. Uh, (laughs) I think yes. I think that's it. Like seven toughness is just huge. huge. It's also you think about it profitably, not profitably, but just blocking things like ravenous lindworm. Yeah, it just blocks it. You can block it, and it's one of the f- it's one of the few ways I've found in games that go really long. You've traded a lot of resources with your opponent. Yep, and then you land this thing, and it's like okay, you've got some guarantee that you're going to be able to win the game. Yeah, there's so many times when it's come down to something like this where it can just keep blocking. And then keep activating, and you're going to be able to win the game off the back of it. Crush the week. I love yeah. this inclusion because aggro, like you said, is running yes. around out there. If you're not aggro, you need to be playing an effect like Crush the Week if you can if you can do it. It's got foretell on it as well, so you can cast mm-hmm. it for a single red to do deal two damage to everything. Yes, it deals two damage to each creature, um, and then it also exiles them instead of them dying, which Great. is... You know, there's like the Besker shield mate and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, which it's very relevant for. It's just, again, if you're in red and you're not aggro, play Crush the Week. I got got just by this the other day. deck it Yee. again um, because you will run into enough aggro decks to make it worth your while. Do you know who I was playing when somebody cast this against me? Who? The, the one member of the Hall of Fame I run into on Arena more than any other. Mr. Yelger Vigershma. Oh my goodness. And I was, he's like, hi, when I played it, I was like, God dang it. I don't want to play you. <sighs> yep. You beat me every time. And sure enough, I was like, so proud of my little aggro deck that could. And he's like, crush a week. <laughs> yep. Main Sounds deck. Right. Main deck. That's best what I'm of saying. Three. Main deck it. Yep. Main deck this card. On the flip side, if you are aggressive, Tormentor's Helm would like oh. a word. <laughs> One mana to one mana, one mana to equip, and the creature gets plus one plus one. Dumb. Like just good. It's and then just if good. you're like, well, I've got to block it, it's still gonna ding you for one damage. Exactly. Again, it's kind of like Dread Rider. It's got like that bit of reach on it. Yeah. To just keep pinging away. Uh, yeah. Overall, equipment in this set better than in most sets. Yes, for absolutely. Sure. I think part of why it was so weird to have stuff like Ruined Crown or Tormentor's Helm, the reason yeah. why they weren't initially there. It's just because like, oh, you never equipment. think about equipment being that good. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Speaking of equipment, let's talk about Elven Bow. Ooh. Don't sleep on this card. No. This whole cycle, I like. Yeah, it's very good. Um, These are the, the equipments that you can 
pay when they come on uh, into play and you get a little creature to attach it to. Yeah. And in case of Giant's Amulet, you get a big creature yeah, to by, attach yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. And Giant's it's hexproof. Big, big boy. Big boy. Yeah, uh, they're all good. All yes. of them. Draugr's Helm in Black. Great. Um, Valkyrie Sword. Valkyrie Sword in White. Yeah, yeah. probably, the, the you know, the worst because it's white. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, and, white. I mean, it makes you an angel, which is its upside. Yeah. The sword itself is like, meh. Yeah. But yeah, all of them. I In green, I'm almost always playing an elven bonus. Absolutely. Quite good. Got to take it. Yeah. Um, Finn the Fangbearer. Love Finn. This card, at first you're just like, it's a 1-3 death touch for two. Whatever. It has like the little poison, you yeah. know, annotation. But it makes it so you have to deal with this you card. You have to kill it at some point. I've made some trades with this card that I did not want to make. Yeah. Finn is Finn is a card that must be dealt with and handy little death toucher as well. Yes, exactly. For two mana. Green is always happy to have like that early death touch so that it can survive into its late game. And Finn is just really really up there yeah three toughness versus aggro very good as well mm -hmm. um this green card we did talk about on our first show but we want to give you a little update even and talk about like is it even better than we thought which is packmate yeah sorol's packmate is it the best common is it better than demon bolt yeah that's the question people are asking right now i don't know is it better than demon bolt is it better than behold um the multiverse yeah and i am i think it's better than behold the multiverse I which i hate to say <laughs> A green 3-3. Three, three. But here's the thing. All right. Versus Demon Bolt. Demon Bolt wins in the arena, of course. Kills it. Yes. But I have played a 3-3 three, three body that you've had to use your Demon Bolt on, and I've drawn a card. Yeah. I think it might be better than Demon Bolt. Wow. Wow. It's a spicy take, I know. But it's, it's also very spicy, it's but also in green, which yeah. is the color you want to be if you're playing snow. Yeah. It's true. I don't know. There's, I don't know. It I is, don't know. It is very Just good. throwing it out there. It is very good. <laughs> Every Packmate. Like yep. we said, a deck full of Packmates playing it. Yep. Uh, next up is Rootless U. Uh, this is three green green for a five four. When it dies, search your library for a creature card with power or toughness six or greater. Reveal it. Put it into your hand and shuffle your library. I. This card is so good because... It's so big, so it can deal a lot of damage. It trades with anything, and then it goes and gets a bigger thing. Yeah, this card I wrote, Beware the You, it's, which is oh. not only an introspective comment about your, yourself <laughs> and your, yourself. in your life, but also <laughs> you you have to trade with it, okay? Because uh, you're probably not going to be able to block it. No. You're going to sit there and feel terrible yep. because you know that even when it dies, it's killed your creature or it's yes. self-damaged, whatever. Like, you're probably not winning the game with it on the battlefield. No. But the problem that's is, a good way if to put it, it leaves the battlefield, you're also you're probably also not losing winning. the game. Because they're going to go get their ravenous linworm. They're going to gain four life. They're going to put a 6-6 six, six into Boom. play. Um, yeah, by the way, Ravenous Linworm, also love that card. Yes. Um, but yeah, they're just going to put their 6-6 six, six in. Twice, somebody has put in Varinclex with this on me. Wow. So I, That's a know, real bummer. I quite frankly, uh, I'm quite afraid of Ravenous <laughs> Yes. After having that experience twice. Ugh, what a card. card's really good. What a card. Um, I put in Path to Will Tree because, yeah. well, I don't think we mentioned this, but this card, you should take it very early if you want to be drafting yeah. a multicolor deck or snow deck. Um, activating this is just the greatest feeling. Oh, what it's if, so good. It's a cruel ultimatum or whatever oh. people are calling it. So like, so good. Just it take it. So good. Uh, Snakeskin Veil. Yeah. I want to talk about this card. We're talking about a lot of green because green is, you know, the best color in the set. I think mm -hmm. people would, would say. Yeah. Um, and Snakeskin Veil is one. Um, that I am whew, surprised. I don't know if surprised is the right word, but surprised on how much it swings games. It's, Let's put it that way. It's so good. You go to kill the creature. 
They put they play Snakeskin Veil. They put a plus one plus one counter on it, and it's tax proof, so you haven't killed it. Are you winning it's that bigger. game? Are you winning that game now? No, it's bigger. You already had you already wanted to kill it. Obviously, you were targeting it. I don't think you're winning that game now. Yeah, I think you are now behind with I think one mana. Yeah, it's so, absurd. Obviously, you you know you've got to have something that you want to play and whatever, mm-hmm. but it's so cheap. That's yeah. I've gotten wrecked by this. Absolutely. I've wrecked people with this. And then you're sitting there, you're like, oh, do they have snakeskin veil? Yes. That's the worst feeling. And then they do. And then, of course, they do. And then they do. The the answer is that yes. Yes. They they have snakeskin veil. (sighs) And last up, I have gold vein pick. Yeah. Gold vein pick uh, has recently risen in a lot of people's estimation, Mm -hmm. thanks to Deathsea. Um, being high, very, very high on the gold vein pick tray. Yeah. It's just like, it's, it's colorless. So you can play it in anything. And I think kind of, we're noticing a theme with yeah. these equipments, which is that I think that part of it is that so many creatures in the set are about the same size. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like kind of in that like two, three, three, two range. Yep. And if you put a one, one plus one plus one equipment on something, all of a sudden you're winning a lot of combats that you would otherwise be losing. Yeah, because tying. we've talked about Great. it on this show that the magic number is four in call time, which means if you have four power or four toughness, you can block a lot of things yes. in this format or attack profitably. And this, do, like, yeah, exactly. Goldvein pick just goes with stuff like Tormentor's Helm, yep. where it does it. Just does it for you. Exactly. Like the whole treasure thing is just kind of like a weird bonus. Yep. What exactly. you're really going for is just like, yeah, putting your creature over the top of theirs. And then you have listed uncommon lands. Oh, that's right. Oh, I love, I will just say. Do you mean the splans? Splans? The spell lands. Yes, the spell lands. The splans. That is the ones that I, that is the ones. Those are the ones that I'm talking about. Um, (laughs) These are the ones that like the, there's the red blue one that deals two to everything. Um, There's the white blue one that. uh, Draw two, gain two. Gain two. Um, Blue black, which mills and then puts a creature into play. The red blue one just wipes the board. Yes. Uh, it's like all of them, like the red green one destroys a land and makes a troll. I think that there is, um, call time is definitely a set that reminds me every once in a while, a little bit of Kaladesh. Yep. Because if you flood, you're in trouble. Yes. You are absolutely in huge trouble. And this is exactly why Behold the Multiverse is so good in this format yep. because you get yourself out of situation. Let's put it this way. Mana is extremely important. Yeah. If you're not hitting your land drops, you're going to lose. Yes. But also if you hit too many land drops, you're going to lose. You're going to lose. And these are perfect because yep. uh, most of them, like the white red one that gets an equipment is not quite there. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just too expensive. Exactly. And I also don't love the black white one that makes an angel because you have to sack a creature. Yeah. I'm a little iffy on that, but like the rest of them are just good. They really have good. powerful effects. Yes. And they're going to help you if you got to that place where you flood it out and you're like, oh, no. I have Guess nothing what? to do. At least you have a land that's actually a spell. Exactly. S- so good. So not a love for white love for white in this uh, review, but we should have we sh- would be remiss not to call it Shepherd of the Cosmos. Oh, yes. That card is Which a lot of people pick very, very highly because of its effect of getting a creature with mana value uh, two <laughs> or less back from uh, the graveyard to the battlefield. Yeah. Um, and it has Foretell. This card is really, really good. And uh, you should be picking it. I don't yeah. know what kind of deck you're making with it um, because white is a tough color to build with, but it's yeah. but it's excellent. It absolutely is. And finally, just a quick note that you need to be playing all the Glimpse of Cosmos that you draft <laughs> because you've got a you've got a shapeshifter in there somewhere. Yeah, you do. 
You've always got a shapeshifter. You're in blue. You're in blue. Come on. How did you not have a shapeshifter? And finally, I wanted to say this. If you haven't drafted this set yet, I encourage you to give it a try. Yeah. It is a really, really good. um, And there are so many fun things to do in it. Snow is one of them, but there are lots and lots of different things you can do. And it evolves week to week. So who knows? What's going to happen next? say thank you now to another one of our sponsors of the show ultra pro and i wanted to show off this Ooh, week their alco vault that's right have, wow. have you ever been asked to a game of commander and then you thought which deck should i bring <gasps> but the answer is clearly both of them both of them <laughs> Both of them. <laughs> or you like you've got a friend that doesn't necessarily play or whatever. Elkovolt has space for two Ooh, decks. Yeah. Hundred sleeve cards. Hundred double sleeve. Double sleeves. And a middle compartment where you can put dice and extra sleeves and tokens, Ooh, whatever. Yes. It all fits in this right here. Oh, and I love like and their their magnets snapping into place. It's so satisfying. So satisfying. <laughs> I love that they have the thing right when it opens up. They it has like the slot so you can pull the deck out easily. Yeah, absolutely. Which we talked about before. It is hard to manipulate hundred cards. Yeah, you can see how that works. You can just on the like back here. grab them. So nice and easy. Really, really great. Well designed stuff from Ultra Pro. This bad ah. boy can fit so many magic decks. <laughs> <laughs> Well, everybody, that's this episode of Good Luck High Five. That's right. I wanted to tease yes. a video that we've got coming, which um, we've got a box of call time here from our sponsor card, Kingdom. Uh, huge thank you to them. Yes. And we are not just going to crack these boosters. <laughs> um, as of you all know, we like, to, we like to do some bits. Yeah. Um, we are going to crack these boosters inside an igloo. I mean, it's so appropriate for call time. Exactly. We figured it's a snow set. It's cold. We're in Minnesota. Yeah. We've got to have access to some cold stuff. So, sure enough. <laughs> so you can tune in on our YouTube channel uh, someday soon and find us in an igloo opening call box of cold You know time. what? Taking shots of eggnog wasn't enough to destroy ourselves. No. We will sit out in the Minnesotan cold inside an igloo for That's you. That's right. Opening call time packs. Oh, man. <laughs> Gonna have to wear some thick socks. Layers, everyone. Long Layers. underwear time. Uh, so, yeah. Thank you to Card Kingdom for being one of our sponsors along with Alter Pro. And thank you so much to everybody who supports us on Patreon.com slash GLHF Magic. Become a member before next episode. We'll read your name on the show. That's right. And give you some love uh, for supporting us. Thank you, everyone, who's maintaining their support through these tough times. It's been incredible to have you all there. The wind at our sails. Uh, yeah. As we cruise through this thing we call life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tweet at us and let us know which of the Strixhaven yeah, I schools know. you are. That's at GLHF Magic over on Twitter. Yeah. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to us and hanging out with us yet again. We'll be back next week with more awesome magic content that, you know, is coming to you as the air. <laughs> We are the air. We are the air. <laughs> <laughs>